you doing, guys? It's the Get Loud Podcast. Michael Jenkins, Fred Smoot coming up. You know when you get you ready for week one, but also Coach Prime. Ooh, Prime. Time. And crazy animal sightings as well. A little bit of everything on the Get Loud Podcast. Oh, bad weather, good weather. How you doing, guys? Get Loud Podcast presented by SeatGeek. That's my guy, Fred Smoot. I'm Michael Jenkins. And we get loud. We get loud all the time. How was your Labor Day? Hey, it was good, man. Listen, Labor Day is always good food, good family, mm-hmm. just relaxing, barbecuing a little bit. You know, some people go on vacation, they yeah. live vacation. I just don't believe it's the last day of the summer because it's 100 degrees today, and they said Labor Day was the last day of the summer. Oh, you know what works for me always yeah. is extra day of the weekend, and the girl wanted to go to Home Depot. So we watched a lot of football, so I got to yeah. give a little bit, right? Yeah. But then I said, we did some girl stuff. We're cool. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got a nice little wine bar over there. That's all I had to say. Listen, listen, it's always a good day for wine. Why not, right? It's not a bad day for wine. Now, in the summer, because I'm I'm really a red wine drinker. In the summer, that's when I I drink more of my white wines. Mm -hmm. But, you know... I like it when it get a little cold, so then I can give me a good good glass of red. I got to ask you something, because we left it out for Labor Day. Oh, yeah, Day. yeah. Do you believe in wearing white after Labor Day? Oh. I want to know, first of all, who made that rule? Second of all, why? Why yeah. not pick a color like red or something like that? <laughs> why is it white? Because I wear white all year round. I'm sorry. Nothing's going to stop me. Mm-hmm. At least till you tell me the man or the woman that said I couldn't do it anymore. I think it's a stupid idea. What? I'm asking, like, what's why? the reason why? I think the idea is, and I'm not sure, is that, look, white is about as summertime as it gets, right? Baby blue, it's pink, it's so many other colors. But the thing is, I don't have I don't have enough of a wardrobe. I got to still wear the light stuff in the fall. No, like, listen, yeah. the fall to spring, I am wearing white. Right. You won't stop me. First of all, because you've not told me who made this up. So, right. therefore, I am going to continue. I'll be on Christmas Day, white shirt, white short. I don't care. Like, at the end of the day, I'm going to wear my white. So, don't you think, too, if you look good, you look good? No, and I don't think it's about the color. Yeah. Right, so now you're telling me I'm supposed to wear because it's the fall browns. I'm supposed to bring out my, my natural colors. This is what I'm supposed to bring out, my earth tones. Right. No, I'm wearing white. I can't wait to wear all the browns in my clothes. Like, yeah, I don't no, have, yeah, no, right. Yeah, it's brown season. <laughs> like, I couldn't wait for brown season. Show, nobody says that. No, nobody. Okay, let's go from brown to burgundy and gold. No, like, let's do talking, that. Okay, let's do, let's do that. talking colors. Okay, so yeah. we know what we're going to get from this commander's team. And, yeah. and you guys are going to talk about it all week long. But yeah. this Cardinals team, man. It's a bad football team. No, no. And it's bad on purpose. Yes. Like, the front office literally cut Colt McCoy. They're presumably starting quarterback. Their best option. Their best option to win. They don't want to win. They bring in Dobbs, who hasn't started but a handful of games. He's going to have a, two weeks to prepare for a top five defense. Oh, my God. Like, listen, if this ain't Caleb Williams, we're tanking for you, surprise. I have never seen one. And they're not trying to make a surprise. And mm-hmm. don't forget, they got the Texans' first pick, too. Top pick that has That's a right. chance to be at least a number one, a number two pick. They are all in for Caleb Williams and probably Marvin. Harrison Jr. I think they oh, want both stud. of these guys to rebuild their team. And don't forget this, Jinx. Not only will they have the first and the second pick, if they trade Kyler Murray, which if you bring Caleb Williams in, you're going to have to trade Kyler Murray. You're talking about two to three more first-round picks. It, this could be – we could see the rebirth of a Cardinal yeah. team in, in, in over like a 12, 24-month period. 
They got to get rid of Kyler. No, no. Well, they have to if they're going to bring Kayla Williams. That's what I'm like. They have to. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? There's more first round picks you're getting back. You got teams out there like Tampa Bay. You got teams out there like Atlanta that wouldn't pass on a Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, they got everything in their hands, but they're preparing to lose. And see, the thing about the Washington team, they're preparing to win yes. by any means necessary. So now you cannot let that. What, what, what Coach Saban called rat poison, get in your head. I, just because <laughs> yes. the front office of uh, the Arizona Cardinals are tanking, that has nothing to do with the players. The players are going to go out there and try to win. The front office is going to try to get them, handicap them as much as they can to make sure they lose. So what must that be like? If Because, look, guys in the NFL, this is their job, right? Yeah. They yeah. are pros. They want to win. But you know the organization wants to lose. So what does that do to you as a competitor? Well, well you got to realize these are these are their 1% alpha males. Yes. Losing is not in their That's DNA. That's what I mean. It hurts them. We're so losers in that way. And when we feel like, all right, the organization, we still got to put stuff on film. You are still an independent contract. And you got pride. Just, yeah, just because you want to go out here and want us to play bad, I'm not going to play mm-hmm. bad. Because Fred Smoot still has to look out for Fred Smoot. Right. And that's how the Arizona Cardinals are going to feel. They're going to feel like, I, I want to still go out here and score five touchdowns. Like, I know y'all want us to lose, but winning is contagious. So it's losing. And, yeah, they're just, at the end of the day, for a player, you you want to win, but you mm-hmm. understand the business aspect of it. And the front office wants you to lose. Yep. And it's only to get better. So sometimes you have to burn the house down to rebuild it. So I think that's what mind frame they in, but Jinx don't ever get it twisted. These players would not yeah. cooperate. With the with them wanting to tank, and we saw that last year. Remember yeah. with the Texans, yeah. all they had to do was lose that no, game. They, no, they, they didn't lose. They didn't lose, no. and it cost them. I guess it cost them Young versus CJ Scribe. Absolutely, like this. This where the Cardinals are right now. But believe me, when they come out on that Sunday, mm-hmm. they will be ready to play. And that's why our players have to go out there like they are the 49ers. Like mm-hmm. they have to really get their mind there because you do not want to fall for that rat poison. You do not mentally want to hurt yourself before the game starts. So, on the other side of that coin, you have the commanders of the team getting ready for the Cardinals. Yeah. In the pros, you assume you stay highly motivated Rated. every yeah. week, no yeah. matter what. what? Yeah. But are there times when you say... It's a little bit more. It's a little... Yeah. Monday night games, when you're the only show yep. on the planet. Uh, Sunday night games, uh, you you always want to put your best foot forward and leave a great impression when the whole world is watching. Okay. See, it's a different on a Sunday and you play a 1 o'clock game. Oh, yeah, my market... It's tuned in. Right. Monday night. Everybody. The world is tuned in. And, and and then it gets in your head, too, as a player, who's watching me? Like, I've always been one of the people, big Bill Clinton guy. Love Bill Clinton. Okay. So when I first got here, I was like, wow, Bill going to be watching me play every Sunday. <laughs> that's like, right. I, and, like, and that's every president. That's yeah. why I love this area. Like, every president, every senator, they are watching you mm-hmm. every week. So you become a piece of their history. That's right. And I, and I think that's, 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 that's something different that makes us really want to stick out and ball out. So when you look at anticipation, like yeah. you finally got training camp over, yeah. now it's here. Are you nervous? you excited? How are you feeling when you got a few days before first game of the season? It's back to work. Okay. I, the, the, the real bullets are here. We're, we're through with mm-hmm. the preseason. That's why I get college players so much love. They don't get a preseason. They just show up and they play week one mm-hmm. and they're just the way it is. But with us, we get a soft opener with mm-hmm. the preseason game. But once it's, it hits the switch right now, now we know who the 53 is. We know who the brotherhood mm-hmm. is, who we're moving forward with. And now it's serious. Now it's 
adding to your legacy. Every year in the NFL, you add to your legacy. Mm-hmm. Some stats, some might be good, some might right. be bad. But this is going to be your year as a football player because you just don't get many. Yeah. And then you don't know when it's going to be your last. So at the end of the day, they – they are ready to play football. And I think it don't really hit you until you're in the stadium for that first game mm-hmm. and you feel that crowd roar. That's when you know it's on, right there. Years ago, I covered Cowboys training camp. Yeah. And before anybody says anything, I'm yeah. not a Cowboys fan, but yeah. I worked in Texas. And, hey, you got to make your money, G. They can't I mean, get made. I got to make a paycheck, hey, right? You got to make your money. Hey, and, I also left for the Vikings. Okay? <laughs> hey, we all, we right. all make mistakes. And I, I asked my favorite quarterback training camp ever is coming to an end, and I yeah. asked Nate Newton. Yeah. You remember Nate, right? I remember Nate. And big I, Nate. Big Nate. And yeah. I go, you glad this is over? You get tired of the monotony of training camp? And yeah. Nate goes, monotony? Mm. I don't know what that means, yeah. but I know what Monopoly is, and yeah. I'm good at that yeah. game. I'm good at making money. <laughs> I'm good at making money. So if you got to be training camp, I'm with it. And now the way that they do training camp, it shouldn't be nobody nagging. Right. I did real training camp with yes. Marty Schottenheimer when two a days with two a days and sometimes three a days. Padded up all the time. Ooh. We didn't get walkthrough. We didn't get none of that. So at the end of the day, and I also think going through preseason, I think it's, it's a blessing. It's a curse, and it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing because you're still playing. Mm-hmm. It's a curse because you just don't want to do it. You just want to go play football. Yeah. But you need it to break the body down and build it back up. So I'm with Nate. I, <laughs> I, I, I know Monopoly. <laughs> Brought to you by Bet365, official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Become a part of the play and bet on a range of NFL markets. Turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets with our new customer offer. Download the Bet365 app today and join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Recycled Track Systems is transforming the way that commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. We combine the power of AI with premium customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Visit rts.com to learn more about how we can help your business manage waste more responsibly. Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. Well, we got live bullets coming this week. We got them yeah. last week yeah. in college football. And we got to start. Oh! Okay, let's get it. And our producer, she went to see you. So she, she's we been have, beaming she all morning. Talking oh, for Coach months. Prime. Say, hey, listen. I understand it. I also am a prime disciple. Oh, I okay. literally built my game out of them. Walked to, I studied him so much. Any DBs from my era and wide receivers, mm-hmm. my prime disciples. Yeah. Like, we fought over the number two. I wore it in college. Uh, the 21, he gave it to me when I got here. Oh, really? I um, Yes, I wore 23 for like three days. He was still 21. And then he was like, nah. I'm finna retire Smoot. Here go my locker. Here go my jersey. Here go these J's. Here go everything. So everything I had was primalized. That's what I call it. Primalized. <laughs> and that's what's happening in Colorado right now. Being primalized. Listen to me. He brings 
energy. He, he's he's so different than any head coach that you're going to ever see in college football. Mm-hmm. When he walks in your house, your mom and your dad already know who he is. Mm-hmm. Your mom and your dad already seen who he is. Your son wants to play with yeah. him. You're going to give him your child and say, go Prime, do what you do. Come on, he got shows at Amazon Prime. I'm watching the game. Amazon Prime. Yeah. I'm watching the game the other day. He got seven commercials. Every time we go to commercial break, more prime, more prime, more prime. And he's scaring the establishment. He's scaring them. He's scaring the old school. You know why? Because he don't look like none of them yeah. on the sideline. He's over there with his chain on. He got his glasses sponsored. He's wearing a cowboy hat. He, he wearing his hat. <laughs> he, he is something different. He is that. His greatness personified, and when yeah. and when you and when you great, people don't. And one thing, they don't want to let you be great in nothing else. They feel like you already did your calling, right? And he's already been a great football player. He's already been a great base, baseball player. He's been great on air, working for NFL Network, and now he a great coach. There's just so much greatness, and people hate on that greatness. And I think it's scaring them. But he is new college football, and I'm telling you now, this weekend, it was probably like 30 guys, probably in the top 100 players. When are you thinking about Colorado? They are now. So let me play devil's advocate here. Because yeah. you saw the post-game press conference where I think it was Ed Word he yeah, called out. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, do you believe? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about a head coach getting into a one-on-one with a media member and this going back and forth. Because yeah. then the media member's right. He goes with the head coach. But you made a very good point yeah. in that he knows these guys. He knows one. them personally. He knows them personally and also Look, Dion is going to be Dion. He was he was prime time. He was giving them this when he was playing. Right, we, they gonna go out there and win a game. Oh, baby, this is what I want to do anyway. You knew how I was gonna get to him. Why do you think it's gonna change now Good that point. he's the head coach? He's still gonna be prime time. He ain't Coach Sanders. He ain't Coach Dion. He is Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. It's written on his hat. It's written everywhere. No other coach has a nickname like that. Now, now we had the pirate, bless his soul. Yep, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Labeled by that, Coach Prime is Coach Prime, and he's a different type entity that we got to learn how to digest. And, mm-hmm. and then the rest of college football has to learn how to digest. But he's opening up a window for ex-football players, pro and college, mm-hmm. to be coaches right now. Because yeah. uh, believe me, Colorado ain't the only college that sees how much attention and money that you bring when you bring somebody that's pre-established mm-hmm. uh, in, in, the, in the football career. Because I'm wanting people like this. If I'm going to go learn, like, military tactics, I want to learn them from an ex-military guy. No doubt. All right, so why not, if I'm going to learn football, why wouldn't I learn it from an ex-football player? Mm-hmm. And there go what we're going to turn the page to. I know it's early in his career. I know he's at Jackson State. But yeah. what do you think, besides the fact that you want to play for a guy like this, his personality is infectious. Yeah. But as a coach, yeah. what does he bring to the table? First of all, he brings knowledge. And I and you seen them turn away when his player fumbled, right? And he went to him and he consoled him. He didn't scold him. Mm-hmm. He didn't do any of that. He consoled him. They turned it away quick because they wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And they turned it back to him. And I like there go the thing about it. Football players, we've been where they at. Mm-hmm. We know how hard it is to play on a Saturday mm-hmm. and then to play on a Sunday. So we know how to teach. Real great coaches, Coach Gibbs was like this. Coach hard during the week, doing a game. Yeah. They trying to fix problems, uh, and that's what Prime does. He fixes problems. As a coach, he brings eyes to you. He mm-hmm. gives you a stage to perform. Not only does he bring knowledge from a coach, he brings knowledge as a player to mm-hmm. you. He can tell you every level of the path that you're about to go through. So when you get that and you're getting loved, mm-hmm. and, he's telling, and he's teaching you also how to do your brand. Who is a better brand ambassador in sports than Deion Sanders? Because mm, his son's out there wearing yep. his Deion cliques. 
Listen, he teaches you every aspect of what it is to be a player, a football player, an athlete in the 2000s. Do you think we'll see more of this? Players, yes. I mean, he's opening the door, right? No, no, he he he's kicking the door down. He ain't no opening the door. It, it already started with Eddie George and the rest of these guys. Ed Reed wants to go. So, and then that's what that's what I think different. Usually, great football players don't be great coaches. True. Great basketball players usually not great coaches. Nobody would have said Michael Jordan was going to be a great coach because right. it's it's hard to to give out your greatness. Because you're going to hold people to such a standard, yeah. you might not understand that this guy just ain't talented as he were. He has debt. And I think him being as great as he was and now him being great in college really kicks down the door for all ex-athletes to do it. You know who is not kicking down the door right now? Who is that? Clemson. <laughs> that, whoa. <laughs> what happened when we're building this program with God's name, image, and likeness? I have to say, I did not see that game on Monday night, but yeah. I woke up, I was like, they didn't just get... You know, it wasn't a fluke. They yeah. got beat outright. Hey, Clemson is finished. Clemson oh. is over with. Dabo Sweeney has ran his course there. I we just talked about Prime accepting all these new ways of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He even putting the guy's hashtag and they, they Twitter on yeah. their jerseys. While Clemson sitting over here doing all the old stuff. Do not want to get they they gonna get in the NIL because the alumni base ain't strong as a lot of alumni yeah. bases. So they don't want the NIL. He don't do the transfer. He part. won't touch it. Right, and guess what? You won't touch it. You won't get some of the better players. True. Right, but you that means you'll have players exiting doing the transfer portal, mm-hmm. but none entering. Uh, you, you're not going to keep up with the rest of the right. ACC doing that. He doesn't want to take anything on new. And we, we talked about it while we was out there. Because we're not talking about a place that was a destination because of the city. We're not talking about the alumni base being the best alumni base Just because the they won. They won. That was the only reason. Yeah. So when you don't win, guys are not even looking twice at you no more. Florida State owns the ACC as we speak. Right, I'm sorry. Florida mm-hmm. State, what they did to LSU, I'm sorry. And then, not only did you a top 10 team in Clemson, you lost. You lost to Duke. All right, let's be honest. You lost to a basketball school. <laughs> yes, the quarterback looked like a first rounder. He looked like Daniel Jones Jr. Jr., by the way. <laughs> uh, you lost to Duke. You, you, you're, you're not in the national championship, honey. Yeah. And I don't think you ever get back there. I think this was the last shot, especially when I just watch it. Oh, I cannot. Pronounced his quarterback name. The quarterback they had last year, Oli Goulier. Oh, DJ Ungalale. Ungalale. He went to Oregon State through five times. And he was balling out. Now you got your quarterback there. Now, Kashank or whatever his name is, he looked terrible. (laughs) He looked terrible. So now now I'm asking myself, is it the coaching? Yeah. Because this guy looked like a whole different player over there playing Pac-10 ball. So at the end of the day, I think it's over for Clemson. The rebirth of Florida State. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when, when something is birthed, something got to die. Where the Clemson Tigers. Hey, and where did Dion go? Yeah. Florida, Florida State. State. Hey, Everywhere. How should Florida State feel right now? Knowing you could have had that catalyst in that recruiting machine of Dion Sanders. Like, you got to be like, we missed it. We, we really missed out yeah. on this one right here. Because if he can do that in Colorado, imagine what he'll do at Florida State, his alma mater. It's because Colorado was desperate. No, no. But Colorado understood what the other people didn't. It's a new way coming. 
and we finna mm-hmm. get ahead of it. We have some breaking news that you Commanders fans are going to want to hear. It is official. SeatGeek is now the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. That's right. The deal is finalized, and SeatGeek is the newest member of the Commanders family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it because you'll be hearing it a lot more this season. Whether you're buying or selling tickets to Commanders games or to any other event in the DMV, SeatGeek is the place to do it. SeatGeek, the new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders, so Commanders fans can fan. Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life doesn't escape us. We dream of a place anywhere in the world. And in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you have to decide is where to? Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydullus.com slash nonstop. Right before my 12th grade year, we I go to the old Miss camp. Okay. I probably go in the camp number 90. I leave out the camp number two. Oh. Like I went destroyed the camp. I was the best. This was my plan. I, I was at the corner. I said, I'm not gonna let anybody catch touchdowns, and they're gonna make me the best wide receiver here. So I was playing both ways at the oh, time. Oh, really? So I went shit down all the wide receivers and I burnt all the corners. So they come in my room in the middle of the night trying to recruit me, and we talking. And I like start to really like him. Yeah. Then I leave and we just keep talking. So next thing you know, I commit to Ole Miss. I'm coming with you, Tubby. Next thing you know, three months later, and maybe two months before signing day, uh-huh. he leaves Ole Miss and goes to Auburn. All right. Oh. Now I'm already, because my family like, no, we want you to go to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I like, so I was already torn. Next thing you know. He goes over, I mean, Auburn. He tries to recruit me in Auburn. And I'm like, I ain't talking to you. i like, I thought you said we we're going to do this at Ole Miss. You got like five of us trying to come. Yeah. And then you go, you're going to skip time. I say, I'll see you during the season. He's like, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Mississippi State. I'm going with Coach Cheryl. After that, we just start to bicker. Did you really? Like, talk, talk at each other. So, right before the Auburn game, I walk up on the field. He on the field. So, I'm like, I told you. I said, I told you I'm coming to get you. I say, I, I want you to remember everything I told you I'm going to do. So he took it as a challenge. First five passes of the game, he throw at me. No. First five. 0 for 5. <laughs> 0 for 5. They get in the red zone. He throw three fade routes. I knock them all down. All right, then we get to the end of the game. I get the interception to end the game. After all the game, I've been on his sideline just ripping him the whole game, like telling his wide receivers, I hope you got pockets in your pants because that's where your hands go. I'm just over there. I got a blanket out there. I'm, just, I'm covering everything. Right. And, boy, at the end of the game, he ran to shake uh, Coach Cheryl's hand, and he seen me coming. And he just stopped and looked. He said, Fred, I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing else from me. And we, it, it kept going to the next year, to, to the next year before the game. The announcer's talking about, yeah, Fred, Smooth and Tupperville don't like each other. They got a big old rivalry right here. And we beat them to death again. Did you so really? like, I was personally 
invested yeah. in it when it came to Tupperville. But now we all right, since you're a politician, you're at the football game. I got no beef with you. But was that the most satisfying? Yes. As a, I mean, outside of like the rivalry yeah. from a personal level? Well, it was because we had a personal squabble. And he also somebody that could test me. Mm-hmm. Like he could. What I always knew is this. If I leave it up to the quarterback and the wide receiver to throw at me, I won't get no passes. Mm-hmm. I have to go at the establishment. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go at the head coach, especially if they offensive head coach. Yes, make them throw mm-hmm. at me. Right. So that was my that was my plan anyway. So I was masterminding this plan, and Tuberville was the first. I mean, was the perfect dude for me to have this rivalry with. Isn't it crazy to think too that you almost went to Ole Miss, Ole Miss. and Mississippi State? And guess what? My daughter, my oldest daughter, is there now. Oh really? Oh, Miss Final Way to get my money. Oh wow! Hey, you thought you thought I had got away scot free? No, my daughter is there right now, and I was we was at the Egg Bowl together last year. So it's fine. Like, listen, the SEC is a family, right? Mm-hmm. So it's we SEC. So I don't mind my daughter going to Ole Miss. That's fine with yeah. me. Who's gonna win the national title? Before we move on. Mississippi State. That's the heart talking. Yes. That's what does your mind talk. tell you? What does your I, mind tell my you? My mind tells me. Until they take it away from Georgia, yeah, nobody beats them. They they have taken the SEC from uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama has a young quarterback. He can play. Kilgore can play. He can he can move. Big kid, strong, can run. I don't know if he got enough plays on his belt to be ready no for run. a national championship playoff yeah. run. I'm going with Georgia, and if I had to pick two teams to play after seeing what I seen the first week. Because it's always going to be the other team like TCU that comes out of nowhere right. that has that season. Ohio State looked terrible to me. They looked awful. They, and, um, I, hold up. Let's take that back. Because I almost went to Indiana. Were Ohio State just Ohio State and is Indiana just better? Could be. All right. So I think Indiana just better. But if I had to pick it right now, I would say Georgia versus Florida State. I like Michigan. <laughs> Even though I you have know, to, JJ McCarthy looked good throwing that ball. That backfield's no joke. Uh, Blake Crum looked good mm-hmm. running that ball, but it just are you are you gonna beat Ohio State three years in a row? I don't know. Although, did you hear Harbaugh's quote, which I um, my eyes rolled back in my head? He goes, "We don't play offense." Even though I know he didn't coach the first game, but he yeah. goes, "We don't play offense. We don't play defense. We play we fence." I yeah. was like, "Coach, come on, no, hey, hey, let it go. We, come on, let, hey, come hey, on." That's that's when you feel the threat of a Deion Sanders coming that makes you <laughs> want to get them one liners. He's the Deion, right. the prime of the one. He the one liner. Like he told him, "I brought my luggage and I brought Louis." Right? And when he was I'm saying was, "I'm bringing one of the best quarterbacks in college, which is my son, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing Travis Hunter." Uh, which is one of the best two-way players in college football. So at the end of the day, yes, Prime was right. But I have to go Florida State versus Georgia. Okay. I mean, that's a good pick. And you're going Michigan versus? It'll be Michigan-Georgia. Michigan-Georgia. That will pack a house. That will pack a house. That will pack a house. But you believe in J.J. McCarty like that? I and do. do you believe in the Michigan defense? Because like, offense is what it is. But defense win championships. Their defense is always stout each and every year. Yeah. I mean, George, here's the thing. George is the team. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like if any team has the best chance to knock them off this year, maybe it's Michigan. No Longhorns. I wish. I'm just praying we get out of Tuscaloosa without a 
ass beating. No, y'all are going to get spanked. We didn't look great over this rice. We didn't look great. All I'm saying is, if y'all can get past this roll, uh, roll hurdle right here, yeah, y'all got a chance to play. The only thing I will say, that Texas defense is no joke, but the offense, I don't know. And Oklahoma look good. They look very good. And you know how that Red River shootout goes. Oh, smooth, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, this week, yeah. it's going to be hot yeah. here in D.C., It'll definitely be warm on Sunday. The devil has moved to the DMV. <laughs> he, he has. He lives here now. So when you play, what yeah. is the hottest? Or it, maybe it was the coldest. Like yeah. the one time where the temperature maybe got to you a little bit. I was uh, – this is why they play uh, night games in Louisiana. They, it's a reason why they – Swampy. It's so hot in the daytime. They can't play the games mm-hmm. in the daytime. And I think our game started at 6.30 one night. Ooh. And it was 110 degrees. And not only was it 110 degrees, LSU has this thing that they do. You know they got this big tiger on, oh, in, yeah. in a cage, right? And first of all, I ain't, I didn't been in the bayou. I've never seen a tiger running through it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how y'all came up with that mascot. <laughs> I, but they, 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 they get this big cage and they put this tiger right by your door. Mm-hmm. So when you walking out the door, and that was my first time at LSU. Yeah. So I'm walking out the door. They said, I hear Hold on, and I just look at like, what the, what the hell was that? A tiger, all right? Mm-mm. So then I go out here, and it's 110 degrees, and it's this haze, and it's, it's just smoky, and it smells like beer and crawfish. Oh. Like, so the environment is just what it is. But then I, I, I fast forward, and I go to Green Bay where it's two below. Oh. I play two below, and that's dangerous. See, people don't understand. We love it when it snow. When it snow, mm-hmm. it got to be between 20 and 30 degrees. That's warm. All right? Mm-hmm. Not in Green Bay when it's negative two. And then somebody step on your cliques and you hear your toe explode. Like, it's uh, it's some of this. It's, it's so different. But I also have played in a tropical storm. You have? <laughs> Listen, it's two things that's fun for us, especially okay. at DB. Tropical storms. Because the ball finna be everywhere. I guess that's so, true, yeah. Uh, it's finna be fumbles. It's finna be uh, interceptions. Turnover game. Yeah. Snow. It's the same way. Really? I right, think about this, Jinx. Okay. You a wide receiver. All right. Trying to get away from me in the snow. Can't get traction. Who, who has the advantage? DB. I had a DB. I, I got to do is touch you. I have the advantage. So snow, thunderstorms, I love it. Like, when I seen it coming, mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, turnover game. So Mother Nature plays a lot into games. Okay, I have to ask you this. Yeah. You talk about the tiger. Yeah. What and you're from the country? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so and so am I. So you see a lot of could be a rattlesnake, yeah. could be a wild boar, could be yeah, whatever, anything, anything. So what is the most terrified you've ever been around an I animal? Am. All right, first of all, I like to tell people this. Okay, hippos are, are no dangerous. Judges. Yes, they are. They kill more people than lions. All right. And oh, they, hippos are very dangerous. And they eat pumpkin. Right? They're the only thing they eat pumpkin. <laughs> but ah, wild boar. I went. I go hunting. You know, okay. I'm, a, I'm an avid hunter now. I'm, I'm in them woods. Oh, I didn't if know you, that. If you ever wake up at four, month, four o'clock in the morning and wonder who that is in the deer stand, it's me. I, <laughs> now, you got to think about it. You got two type of animals. You got the animals that you chase to hunt, similar mm-hmm. to a deer or a rabbit, that won't hunt you back. A wild boar hunts you back. Not only does it hunt you back, it will eat you alive. So when you go out there, most of the time we go to trap them because you want to trap them because you need time to cycle out. You want to, like, feed it beer so it cleans the system of that. Mm-hmm. It's a scavenger. But the wild boar, they can get 
They yeah. get big. Man, they can get big as horses, big. man. Like so, and people don't understand. A wild boy is simply a domesticated pig that got back in the wild and became its natural self. Mm-hmm. All right, see, when we domesticate it, it stopped growing horns because we feed it. All right, when we domesticate, we give it the mud and the warm environment to live in, so it don't need to grow hair anymore. But if you mm-hmm. run into it in the swamp, it will hunt you back. That's terrifying. I, I know it, man. That's why I'm a everyday man, more of an Indiana Jones type figure, you know? <laughs> the one time, the scariest I've ever been around them, which was weird, when yeah. I, back home, there was, you ever seen, I'm sure you have, a dog crossbred with a wolf? Of course I have. Yes. 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 And this was a, we call it the wolf dog. It was the only yeah. wolf dog in, in town. And the people that owned this wolf dog went around cutting people's lawns, right? Yeah. And so they had a chain link as an actual like leash for this thing yeah. and, they, and they would wrap it around a tree yeah. and so we'd see this wolf dog like man that's the most terrifying like, creature I've ever seen yeah. and they always have those instincts right no 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 he, he don't believe in domesticated right. he believes in the old rules right John Snow type rules one day I'm walking out of the house with my friend Hoth yeah. and there's a guy walking down the street with his poodle and this wolf dog right next door they had not chained him up mm. and I remember seeing going and looking, and I mean, you could see this, this wolf dog's head go, and immediately, immediately starts taking off, grabs this poodle by, and starts shaking it. The yeah. owner jumps on top of the poodle and no. finally got him separated. The yeah. guys came over. It was terrifying Mask. because you watched it in yeah. slow motion. Yes. Oh, now nah, that's scary. You made me think of something else. No, nah, you say animal. It's. Is a fish considered an animal? Is a fish just a fish? It's an animal. That's in the big scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm fishing, deep water fishing, Florida, Miami. You know, day on the boat, Mm -hmm. chilling with the fellas. That's the scary thing about fishing the ocean. You can go fishing for something. That don't mean that's what's going to grab your your line. Right. (laughs) Right. We can say we're out here fishing for grouper until a shark grab your line. So me and my guys fishing, fishing. One of my boys, like, I got some. He wrestling with it, 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Pulls up, not a hammerhead, but the the, the sword, swordfish. The swordfish, okay. On the boat. So now it's flopping around on the boat. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and you don't understand how sharp this thing is. Yeah. All us jumping to the edge of the boat. Oh Listen, if you want to see something scary, pull up a swordfish on your boat. You want to talk about, I hope you got on the pins, pampers. You're going to need something. All right, I'm, all right, I've been there and done that, Jinx. Well, I want to see a good movie on Sunday between yeah. the Commanders and Cardinals, which is going to end with the Commanders winning. What sort of game do you expect? What, what do you think happens? I expect 90,000 roaring fans. FedEx rocking. You can go to SeatGeek right now. We ain't got nothing but standing Standing room only. We got standing room only. That tells you everything right there. So it's going to be, it's going to be, you know how a game could be romantic? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be romantic from the tailgate to the end of that thing. And I'm looking for this defense to go out there and take another step. Mm -hmm. They was top five last year. They were the reason we stayed into games. I'm looking for them now to become the reasons we win them. All right, some Mm -hmm. defenses can be dead dominant where you don't need the offense. Get Mm -hmm. Sam time to get this offense rolling. Get him some time. Get him some trial and error. Mm -hmm. I think this defense will dominate this game against the Cardinals. And when you say romantic, like start of a new era, it's just a new time. It's just a new time a new feel, a new everything, a new uh, a new coach, and mm-hmm. uh, coach be enemy, a new uh, quarterback in Sam Howe, a new era with our new ownership group, a new everything. It's a new day, and it starts Sunday. And I cannot wait. When I wake up Sunday, I, you know I sleep like this, Jinx. When I wake up Sunday, I'll be like, yes, it's time. All right, it's time. That's Fred Smoot. I'm Michael Jeans. It is a Get Loud podcast presented by SeatGeek. We'll see you next week.
you like Command Center, this is the place to be. We got Command Center Game Day Live. We do. Command Center Post Game Live. Two Command Center Podcasts, Fred, and we got Command Center. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.